What number is this, Chip? Episode 106. Mickey Dolan's Live in Tulsa, News Updates, Monkey's Mailbag, A Cool Fundraiser, and more. Always more. Always. <laughs> okay, don't, mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm you're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Zilch, your monkey's podcast. I'm Sarah Clark, and today I am joined by the amazing Christine Wolf. Well, amazing. I've got big shoes to fill. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> She's amazing. No Ken's incredible. <laughs> I'm incredible. <laughs> Oh, and it's incredible how quickly the holidays are coming. My goodness, I've I've had a lot going on in my life, which I'll get to a little bit later. But Mickey's been very busy. I saw something about a tree lighting. That's right. Yeah. You know, Mickey Moss doesn't ever grow under his feet. Nope. So Mickey had the honor of being at the tree lighting for the first tree of the season at Dante Park in Lincoln Square, New York City. Cool. He and Coco and the band did a five-song set, and they were joined by Broadway's Leah Salonga. Oh, and, wow, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They had a rockin' Christmas time there, and our good friend of the show, fellow Zilch Nation member, Caroline DiBiase Negron, was there in the crowd representing us, so good to see the videos that she posted and, and to hear her thoughts, and I'm glad that... I'm glad that we were able to live vicariously through Caroline. So, mm-hmm. Yes. And in other Mickey news, 7A is doing it yet again. The latest release from 7A Records, Mickey Dolan's and the Metropole Orchestra Out of Nowhere, is now available on both CD and as a limited edition 180-gram vinyl picture disc. And I have seen photos of that disc. Doesn't it look gorgeous? It is gorgeous. And in fact, I have in my hot little hand the CD here. And, you know, the packaging, as always, is so wonderful from 7A's products. I have had a chance to listen. It's beautiful. I love being able to hear these arrangements just a little bit differently with the orchestra backing him. Uh, It's a great present. If you're looking for a gift for somebody on your gift giving list, I would encourage you to pick up a copy. Simple 
Yeah, this was a really cool kind of once-in-a-lifetime kind of situation. Back on April 15th, Mickey performed with the American Metropole Orchestra at Rice Auditorium in Salem, Oregon. Uh, the orchestra was led by conductor Keller Coker, and he was assisted by some guy named Wayne Avers. Oh, yeah. And where do I know that name from? <laughs> I don't know. The tip of my tongue. Anyway, the show was recorded by 7A in order to preserve this unique performance and commemorate it with a special live album release. So I think it is at Amazon, but if you order now, it'll uh, get to you in due course, or I believe it's also at deep discount. So. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. That's actually where I got mine from oh, Deep Discount. Wonderful. Yeah. I've ordered from them in the past and had a real good luck with them. Yeah. In other news, everyone's favorite big man, the monkey mother herself, Rosemarie, just premiered her documentary, Wait for Your Laugh, to rave reviews. She's left them laughing and applauding for nine decades as she traversed through every 20th century entertainment medium that ever was as a singer and brilliant comedian. With the Dick Van Dyke show, she was part of the cast of one of the most iconic television shows of the 60s. And what's more, she played a woman TV writer who could hold her own with the men, thus planting the seeds in the minds of her viewers that girls could grow up to have interesting and creative jobs, too. This is a really cool documentary. We've had a chance to have both the director on uh, on Zilch. I interviewed him back on episode uh, 60 during their wildly successful Kickstarter campaign. And also Jeff Geringer had a lovely interview with Rosemarie herself on episode 85. And I just learned just before we came on the air that Melanie Mitchell actually went to see the documentary last night in Washington, D.C., and uh, hopefully we can get her on to give us a review and a recap in an upcoming episode. I am so excited about this film. I follow her on Twitter, and she's very active. Uh (laughs) She's been sharing news as the premieres roll out to new cities. Uh And I'm very encouraged that perhaps St. Louis will be on the list of premier cities, because I really, really want to see this film. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to getting to see it when it, you know... Uh, it, when it comes to a place I can get to or, you know, hopefully there's a DVD or Blu-ray release. So yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's time to jump into the monkey's mailbag. Okay, let's go. Music. P.O. Box and Christine, I believe you said you have a really cool letter you wanted to share with us today. Yeah, actually, this is not our typical monkey's mailbag letter today. We actually had a request on the Zilch Facebook page from Carrie Don Kupiak Manger, who a few days ago wrote, Hello, monkey friends, I have a favor to ask. My youngest son is a film student at the University of Texas. And in one of his classes, he has to write a letter to an editor on a topic And get it published or posted. And she was looking for a website or a publication where this might be able to happen. And she was looking for help. And I jokingly said, do podcast editors count? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and that sparked a conversation. And it turns out that, yes, the student's professor has said, 
Yes, if he can get his letter read on a Zilch podcast, we will count it. And so we were off. I'm I'm very excited to be able to help him out because I'm a mom. I have a college student myself. So I understand. So I'm happy that we are able to help him. I was also very happy to help him in this case because he is a true aficionado of the movie Head. And so without further ado, I would like to read his letter. This is from Josh Manger, Carrie Doncupiac Manger's son. And he writes, Dear Zilch staff and listeners, in consideration to episodes 44, 80, and 94, I have contemplated the likely influence of the film head upon the film industry. I was introduced to the monkeys by my mother, a second-generation fan with a decades-long admiration for the band. She frequently shares with me points of interest from the Zilch podcast and Facebook group, And in 2016, she took me to their 50th anniversary concert, which I rank as one of the top concerts I have ever attended. My longstanding admiration for Bob Rafelson and Jack Nicholson, coupled with my inherent interest in the monkeys, prompted me to rent a copy of Head to watch with my mother and older brother this summer. Like many others, my brother was turned off by its nonlinear absurdist nature. While my mother enjoyed the film simply due to her infatuation with the monkeys, she admittedly did not entirely understand the film. However, I thoroughly enjoyed the film and was intrigued by its unique filmic elements. I am a senior film student at the University of Texas, and this film is without a doubt a major influence on how I enjoy, analyze, and create films. As Dr. Mills expressed in episode 80, I feel this film is far more influential than most people realize. In my opinion, the most exceptional vignette of the film is the scene in which Davy Jones performed to Daddy's song. I was completely taken in by the scene's frantic editing with precise match cuts and sync to music to action style. Recently, I wrote a paper analyzing visual styles of acclaimed directors such as Quentin Tarantino and Edgar Wright, both known for their sync of music to visual action. Their style is epitomized by what we see in the Daddy's Song scene. I believe Head must have been a major contributor to their work, since both directors are self-proclaimed fans of Head. Understandably, many art house cinema films do not appeal to most mainstream moviegoers, and I'm probably one of just a handful of 20-year-olds to which they do. Yet I think it's important to realize that Head may not be a film that everyone has seen, but everyone has seen a film by a filmmaker that has seen Head. If you have seen this year's popular film, Baby Driver, you can be sure that its director, Edgar Wright, has seen Head. I appreciate the attention Zilch has given to the importance of Head and other interesting topics. I also enjoyed Dr. Welch's discussion of the cultural impact of the monkeys in episode 48 and the interview with director James Frawley in episode 57. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Josh Manger. What a cool letter. We got to get Josh on the show sometime. My goodness. That'd be great. That would be great. A a, a future film directing star, perhaps, in our midst. I know. They'll they'll be saying, I knew him then. And I knew that about Tarantino, but I don't think I knew that about Edgar Wright. I'm going to go up. I have to go back and rewatch some of his stuff now. Right. Well, when we were speaking on Facebook Messenger, I mm-hmm. told Josh 
that I said, I want to thank you for your thoughtful, well-written and well-reasoned letter. And personally, I'm a fan of Head and I appreciate its technical excellence as well. Yeah. And I agree that many of today's filmmakers were clearly influenced by this film. And I said, I think Peter Mills will especially enjoy hearing your thoughts. And he may also likely lament that you're not one of his students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here in another, I don't know, I guess we've got about 30-something color cast commentaries to get through before we get to head. But once we get to head, maybe we can do a big panel and, you know, have him on and have uh, Peter Mills back. And, you know, we definitely need to do that, do something big when the time comes for that. Peter Mills. I'm the author of the book The Monkey's Head and the Sixties, and you're listening to Zilch, a podcast full of monkeys. The Monkeys, the complete series, all 58 episodes, newly remastered in stunning HD from the original negatives for the very first time. Plus the 1969 TV special 33 and a third revolutions per monkey. Bonus material includes commentaries from all four Monkeys, original Kellogg's Monkeys commercials, and more. The 1968 Monkeys film, Head, in HD with never-before-seen outtakes. Unique packaging including a 7-inch single featuring Star Collector back with Going Down in unique TV mono mixes. This collection is strictly limited to 10,000 individually numbered box sets. And once those are sold out, this edition and the bonus disc will never be available again. Everything you loved about the monkeys on TV, it's yours in high def on Blu-ray. Now, the monkeys, the complete series. Go to rhino.com or themonkeystore.warnermusic.com. The monkeys, the complete TV series on Blu-ray. Well, now we're going to go ahead and transition into our main segment of today's show. As some of you know, back around the beginning of November, I got a chance to see Mickey perform solo at the Hard Rock Casino in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we had a nice little zilch meetup before the show. And we decided to do a little panel from some of the folks who are also there. Uh, Tamara Walker, who's actually a first timer on Zilcher, but she does some other podcasting that we'll talk about. And she's actually interviewed both Mickey and Peter for her own podcast. And also uh, Renee Quinn, who's going to tell us uh, what it was like to sing Going Down. A fellow going down sister. I know. <laughs> you guys need to like, exp you know, compare your experiences. And and you were both great. I can't pick between the two of you. It was like, you know, but you two, she was amazing and, and she really rocked she it. Was. And I think the video is floating around somewhere on the Zilch group. And I'll probably link to it in the show notes here because she was amazing. So with that, let's go ahead and find out what happened in Tulsa. to tell you, there is nothing cooler than learning that the monkeys, or even just one monkey, is coming to your town. My two guests and I had that experience on November 5th at the Hard Rock Casino in Tulsa, and we had lots of fun adventures throughout the evening. Joining us now are Tamara Walker. 
Hello, everyone. And Renee Quinn. Hey there. Both of these folks are longtime Zilch listeners, but first-time Zilch guests. We love having new voices on the show. Well, thank you for inviting us. It's a pleasure. Well, to start out, what do you think makes a solo Mickey show special? I would just have to say Mickey's personality, just because you really get to see it. Yeah. When he's part of a, a group. Yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of, um, you know, he tells the same five jokes, but he usually gets to more jokes <laughs> yeah. than that besides, too. And you always hear some interesting news story that maybe you haven't caught before, or maybe you haven't heard in that exact same way. Tamara, do you have any thoughts? Oh, well, I agree with his personality. And also, I love getting the opportunity to hear songs of his own that he doesn't perform normally in concert with the monkeys. Yeah. Because he has songs that he does very well, whether they're covers or occasionally he'll have a an original song that he doesn't normally get to showcase all of those during a monkeys concert. So I love to be able to hear those live as well. Oh, I know what you mean. Probably my probably my favorite one of those is Johnny B. Good, which he did really well in Tulsa. Yes, he rocked it. Absolutely. Uh, well, believe it or not, but before the monkeys, I actually did have a life. I had another group uh, called Mickey and the One-Nighters. Because that was it, one night. But boy, what a we did a lot of rock and roll uh, cover tunes of the time. That's what, you know, you did when you started out. You did your cover band. <clears throat> and one of the songs that I did was a song by the late, great Mr. Chuck Berry. And um, I'm going to do it for you now. You may be asking yourselves why is he going to cover this old uh, Chuck Berry tune. Well, it's simple. This was my audition piece for the monkeys. This is the song that got me the gig.
there's some songs you don't get to hear in the monkey show as well. That's a good point. Yep, very true. And of course, fortunately, since I was going to this this show, whenever we have a member of Zilch Nation going to a show, and it doesn't have to be one of the voices you hear, anybody who is a member of Zilch Nation can actually help organize a meetup at any of these shows. And I uh, got to coordinate the meetup this time. Actually got together at a restaurant inside the casino. Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. Tamara came as well. And it's always, I don't know about you, Tamara, I always just love sitting there and getting to just hang out with people who maybe I've had uh, conversations with on the Facebook page and, you know, getting to put names to faces and that sort of thing. I enjoy that as well. It's great to get to know people that you may have met via the group on Facebook, but haven't actually met in person or get to see people that you have met before and get to share that experience and share our mutual love of our guys. Yeah. One of those cool thing is, if you're a fan of the monkeys, a lot of times you have a lot of other interests in common too. And it was just, it's always just a lot of fun meeting people and kind of sharing those sort of, you know, those sort of things we all love. Very much so. Well, then sort of moving on to the concert itself, what were some of your uh, favorite moments or songs from the show? Tamara, you can start on that one. I really enjoyed uh, hearing him play Johnny Be Good and, mm -hmm. you know, some of the other songs, like I said, that we don't hear in him play normally in a monkey's concert. And I also really love the fact that he allows his sister, Coco, to showcase her oh, talent yeah. as well, because she sings backup vocals on all of his songs mm -hmm. in concert. But... He allows her to come forward and sing a solo. And not only did she do one, she got to do two, which yep. I was thrilled because I really wanted her to sing White Rabbit. I had seen her on video, hadn't heard her sing it live. She uh, She's amazing. Uh -huh. And so she did A Different Drum, which was written by Mike Nesmith. And then she also did White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. And so it was fun to get to see those things that they don't have time to include in the monkeys shows and so i i really enjoyed that aspect of it and then i loved seeing all the visuals pictures of mickey throughout the years from the time you know he, oh, they I had know. pictures of him and, and coco from when they were a little bitty uh -huh. kids to of course through the monkeys years and and on and that was so much fun and then the band is just Oh, incredible. Yeah. They I'm, they always put on an amazing performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we just feel so, you know, the band is their band is the, the monkeys backing band and they have been so wonderful for so many years and, and, and all of them, but Wayne have been on the show. Uh, thank you all so much for doing that over the years. And Wayne, you're welcome anytime. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but, you know, my favorite moment from the show, maybe because I've seen the Solo Mickey show a few times, is actually before the show, Andrew Sandoval puts together these playlists of just different monkeys rarities and in this case, yeah. specific Mickey rarities. And either they're things I haven't like pulled out and listened to in five years or it's something new like I have a sneaking suspicion he snuck some of the things from the more of the monkeys uh, super deluxe in there because they did not. Mm. A couple of those things didn't mm -hmm. sound like familiar mixes to me. So especially for more casual fans who might be going to a show like that, you know, just just going to the casino on a 
Sunday evening, you know, they can kind of see, get a chance to hear some of the deeper cuts that maybe don't make it onto the set list. Yes. Yeah. Renee, were there any particular songs you or moments you really enjoyed from the show? Well, mine would have to be Coco as well. When she sang White Rabbit, I Mm -hmm. loved it. (laughs) I even commented on Facebook that I love that she sang it and she commented back, good, because she loves singing it. I said, okay. (laughs) Well, she loves singing it, and we love hearing it, and so we're going to play it right now. I'd like to do a little song for you by the something going on yeah. but he was just i mean he was a trooper he he just went through it and i mean if that's what he sounds like on a bad day i mean we should all be so lucky because <laughs> mm-hmm. he was just amazing throughout the whole thing and just the whole audience was engaged and by the end everybody was kind of up and down and jumping but you know i think one of the best performances of the evening came towards the end of the show when somebody was called on to do a verse of going down. Renee? (laughs) All of us have wondered what we would do in that moment. Could we rise to the occasion? Would we freak out? See, it's hilarious. I do a podcast, but I don't know if I could like 
if Mickey stuck that microphone in my face, I'm not 100% sure I could do it. But you... Same here. <laughs> yeah, you were amazing. So why don't you just kind of tell us what, you know, what that that moment was like and kind of the stuff that led up to it? Well, it was funny. A year ago, I kind of, I was at a concert for my birthday, mm-hmm. a monkey's concert. And I was sitting on the front row and the opportunity was about to present itself and I chickened out. I, I sunk down in my seat and I just totally chickened out and embarrassed myself. So I told myself, okay, if, if you ever get that opportunity again, you're not going to embarrass yourself in front of Mickey like that. If you ever get the opportunity again, you're going to get up there and you're, you're going to go down swinging. You're going to at least try. <laughs> I, I know I can't sing, but I said, well, you're going to at least, you're going to at least give it a try. And it was funny. I don't know. Something just told me when I was up in my room getting ready for the show. I was in the shower getting ready. And I was just singing that verse over and over again like a mad woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> That's and awesome. when he walked over and pointed, I was like, okay. I said I was going to do it. So I just went for it. <laughs> and, you, and you rocked it. You rocked it. And fortunately, <laughs> I wasn't live streaming at that moment, but somebody else got it on video. So here is Renee doing Going Down. a wonderful evening and even though Mickey wasn't feeling 100% like I said I think he had some allergies going on he still came out after the show and hung out by the merch stand and signed and talked to basically everybody who wanted to go through the line for him and I've said this before, but I was just really amazed. This wasn't even the official meet and greet. This was just anybody who wanted to meet him real quickly um, before Jody's, you know, longer event. So then a little bit later, uh, the folks who did buy a ticket uh, convened back at uh, Toby Keith's Bar and Grill for the meet and greet. And how was that for folks who've never been to one of those before? Well, the meet and greet, I had heard other cities... Um, you know, people talking that had been to them at other cities mm-hmm. and how much fun they had had and, and what a great time they had. Mickey was very gracious and he took pictures with everyone. He Aww. autographed um, everything that, you know, people had brought. Um, we had about, oh, close to 30 people, I think. Oh, maybe wow. Street. Got to visit with some other fans, which was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed you know, my mom and I, my mom came with me. That's right. Uh, and we really enjoyed getting to hang out and, and meet other monkeys fans mm-hmm. and share stories. And so, you know, it was great to get the chance to meet Mickey again. I had met him once before and I've also interviewed him over the phone for my own show. And so it was wonderful to have that opportunity to, again, get to meet him in person and uh, and and then for my mom, especially to get to uh, give her that opportunity again. So this was the second time for both of us Aww. that we had met him. Cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun getting to talk to people, like like you were saying, that you've talked to online or that you've mm-hmm. seen commenting online. It was a lot of fun getting to sit and visit with them face-to-face. Yeah, wonderful. And I really do, you know, encourage if you have a chance to go to one of those meet and greets, if you've if you've never met a monkey, that is a really fun way to do it because it's not – 
it's not like one of those cattle calls where it's, you know, kind of like the line after the show where it's hundreds of people and you feel like you can only take like five seconds or whatever. It's hers are uh, the meet and greets that they do that are that are paid. It's a smaller group. You can have you can meet the other members of the band. You can get to, you know, have conversations and you can meet your fellow friends and fans. And it's, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And it benefits a great cause. I loved the fact that and one of the one of the reasons why I was willing to spend the money on the meet and greet was because the proceeds from that Mickey's donating to make a wish charities. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I felt that, you know, this is going to a good cause. It's it's not only an opportunity for me to get to meet Mickey again, but it's also a great way to help us support a cause that is very important. Yeah, very true. Very true. Exactly. I've been in two or three different cities to his meet and greets for that very reason. Mm-hmm. You're contributing awesome. to a good cause and you're going to be getting to visit with a whole different group of people from a whole different part of the country. And yeah. Yeah. yeah and who knows? Toby Keith might walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Yeah. You're going to have to tell them about that story. <laughs> Well, it was funny. After the meet and greet was over, Mm -hmm. uh, everybody started clearing out and we had been, the meet and greet had been held on a balcony, like I said, a kind of a narrow balcony um, upstairs at Toby Keith's that overlooked the bar. Right. And when everyone started leaving for the meet and greet or after the meet and greet, Mickey had gone downstairs to sit at the bar and order some food. Poor thing. And some of the other he was probably starving. Yeah, by he that probably point, hadn't eaten you know? yet. And so a few of the other, a uh, couple of the other band members had come to sit with him. I think Dave was already down mm-hmm. there or, or came shortly after, um, you know, and they were just kind of starting to uh, sit at the bar and chat and get some food. And so my mom and I and a couple of other ladies decided, well, we're going to go sit at the bar and we're going to visit with each other and just kind of hang out. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the other ladies is uh friends with Don Billings and with Rich Dart and she'd been messaging with them and they were backstage still back in the venue recording something for Rich and so they had said we'll be out in about half an hour or so we'll come out and visit so we were sitting there kind of waiting I had not uh met any of the band members except for last year I met Dave Alexander after the Monkeys concert at the Hard Rock in Tulsa. And right. that was because you had introduced me right. to him, Sarah. You, you and I had been standing there and you called him over. And so I had not met the other members. Well, you know, we were all sitting there waiting for them to show up and kind of visiting. And all of a sudden, this guy walks in in a red ball cap and a jacket <laughs> with just you know, a few a handful of people with him. Yeah. And I caught a glance of his face. You know, I just happened to be looking in that direction mm-hmm. when they walked in. And I said, that's Toby Keith. <laughs> and of course, everybody around me is like, what, what, what? what? Toby Keith is here? And he immediately went upstairs and went uh, up mm-hmm. to the balcony and went and sat in the booth that we had just been at. Oh, my goodness. And so it was kind of funny because we're like, we we're just sitting there a few minutes ago. And he apparently was having dinner with don't know if it was family or with mm-hmm. friends that he was in town because he had gone to the OU OSU Bedlam game in Stillwater right. and 
then I guess they decided to come eat at his restaurant. And um, we did not go up and speak to him. I, I had offered if my mom wanted to meet him or any of the other ladies, you know, I have interviewed him oh, in person yeah. before. Mm-hmm. He's a very nice man. Him and his daughter, uh, I had interviewed them about a their charity golf tournament for the OK Kids Corral that he has, which Mm -hmm. um, is wonderful. And so I've met him before and I, I, you know, I told them if you really want to meet him, then we can go up there and I'll break the ice. I, you know, I'm sure he won't remember me, but I can at least, you know, introduce that I I interviewed him about that and and you guys can meet him. Well, they were too shy. They wouldn't do it. And I wasn't going to go up there and buy right. him. I was like, you know, I've met him. And, and, you know, plus I feel like, you know, he's up there having dinner with either his friends or his no, family. And it. I'm not going to go disturb him. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, he was up there for quite a while. And then they came down and he just ducked out very quickly. Uh-huh. So, you know, it was kind of funny, though, because I had posted on Facebook, a, a monkey and a cowboy walk into a bar. Yep. <laughs> And how surreal it was to me that I'm sitting at the bar with Mickey Dolenz and then in walks Toby Keith and I'm thinking, and I've actually interviewed both of these guys. And I I wouldn't say that I'm uh, really a Toby Keith fan. I'm just not really much of a country music fan. No, I get it. But but it was just so surreal. I I was like, this is just the most bizarre, (laughs) surreal thing. I, I really thought you were kidding when I walked up to the bar and he said, that's the Toby Keith's up there. I thought, I really thought you were kidding. Oh, like, yeah. what, on TV? <laughs> they said, no, he's sitting right there. Oh, man. Oh, well, who, know, who knows? Maybe he was hiding in the back. Maybe he was watching the show. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm not a huge country fan, but I do like some of Kobe's, Toby Keith's stuff. And I'm I'm also <laughs> always a bit of a fan of him because we graduated from the same high school. So. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah more high. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, really, especially, what would you say to somebody who has heard that maybe Mickey's going to be doing his solo show in their area, but they're kind of on the fence about going? You have to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to go. Yep. And you have to practice the second verse of going down, too. And yes. And if you're sitting oh, yeah. anywhere near the front, yes, you better know your songs. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I would agree. I would highly recommend going. It's a great time. It's a lot of fun. He puts on a fantastic show as well as so does the band and so does Coco. It's, you know, if you are a fan at all of Mickey's or of the Monkeys, you should go. You won't regret it. It's it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful show. Yep. Couldn't have said it better. Where can people find you two online, Renee? Well, I am I don't use too many sites, but I'm I'm absolutely on Facebook as myself, Renee mm-hmm. Quinn. And you are um, very active in Zilch. I do have an I'm I'm in Zilch Nation absolutely all the time. <laughs> I do have an Instagram account under my same name, Renee Quinn, although I haven't posted in ages because I'm a slacker. Um, but basically that's probably the easiest way to find me is through Facebook or Zilch. Or good old-fashioned email. My nickname is Betty Boop, so my email is rockinboop at AOL. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That probably about covers it. Awesome. I don't get into too many other sites. Yeah. And Tamara, we've kind of alluded to this a little a couple of times, but you have a wonderful podcast that people should know about. Thank you. 
I, I have a podcast called Ask Mom RN, and it's about primarily parenting, child health, child safety. I have in the past on my show covered some entertainment, and uh, that's when I had the opportunity a few years ago to interview Mickey. Um, I, and you can find me at momrn.com is my website, and that's where you can listen to the podcast if you're interested. And then on Facebook, my Facebook page is Ask Mom RN Show. And then if you're just looking for me personally, then it's just uh, Tamara Walker. And I believe my URL, though, is facebook.com forward slash mom RN. But if you look for Tamara Walker from Oklahoma, you should find me. Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for stopping by the Zilch Clubhouse. And I just have to echo what these two ladies said. If you have a chance to see Mickey's solo show, don't think of it as a, you know, a hey, hey, I'm a monkey show or anything like that. He does a lot of monkey stuff, but they do a lot of deep cuts. They do a lot. They just have a lot of fun. It's a lot kind of more looser and informal and impromptu. And it's just a wonderful way to spend an evening. So thank you both Tamara and Renee for stopping by. Well, thank you for inviting me.
was just such a fun time. I always like seeing Mickey solo. It's just more, it's more informal. It's more relaxed. They were just kind of joking around and having a great time. And it was really just a lot of fun. Yeah, he he does put on a good solo show. I like that he can feature some non-monkey songs and uh, that Coco gets to have the spotlight shined on her a little bit as well. And I'm really glad that you were able to get to that show, Sarah, because, I mean, good grief, it's literally your backyard, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which brings me something interesting I hadn't intended to mention on the show, but it ties into a fundraiser we're going to be doing. I am actually taking a new job opportunity and am in the process of moving out of state later on in December. So I'm staying with Silch. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I may be a little hit or miss on the show for the next month or two, but this change in our lives is giving me a really good opportunity to do something for Zilch Nation and to raise some money in the process. Um, mm -hmm. Some of you who have been to your share of monkeys or shoe suede blue shows may have gotten to meet Max Grapes. Max is the son of Peter's wife, Pam, and he's been doing a lot of traveling around with Peter the last few years. And back in October, we heard some sad news about Max's dad, uh, Richard Segan. Richard apparently passed away just a few days after being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Uh, John, gone very quick and greatly missed. He was a fun, funny, smart, really great guy. Unfortunately, he also died without a will or insurance or really anything much to cover this chaotic journey that Max is on to settle his affairs. Uh, Max raised a good bit of money over the past month, and I know some uh, members of Zilch Nation chipped into his fundraiser, but he came up a little bit short of his goal to cover his dad's final expenses. So here I was, I was packing up my recording studio here in Oklahoma for my big move to what's going to be a uh, smaller apartment, at least for the next year or so. And, and I was realizing that a good chunk of my monkey's collection might actually give other people more joy if I shared it with them. So I talked to Ken and Ken talked to Max and here's what we're going to do. Over the next few weeks, Christine and I will be providing opportunities for Zilch Nation to buy the items from my collection that I no longer need with all proceeds aside from shipping costs going to Max's fundraiser. There'll be total transparency so you'll know how much we raised at the end. This is a little bit of everything. I've got some photos. I have a couple of handmade box sets, a few things from Christian and Cersei, like duplicate copies of things that I got from fundraisers and just a little bit of everything. And I think hopefully a lot of people will find, you know, some CD or a, or, or, or a book or something that they kind of need to uh, fill in a hole in their collection. And uh, I hope you'll consider taking part in this fundraiser. Zilch Nation is a mighty tribe. So uh, let's band together to help out a family member and a friend of the show. Absolutely. And I think this is a great idea, Sarah. I'm so happy that you're able to offer these items. And I'm so thankful that Zilch is going to be able to facilitate it all. I have no doubt that Zilch Nation will step up and help out Max because, you know, love is understanding. Yep, and we are one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Well... <laughs> 
And on that note, I believe that is everything that we have to cover this week. So stay tuned. I know that Ken is working on a lot of different good episodes right now. Uh, the holidays are coming up. We've got a lot of really nifty things that are going to be coming out in the not too distant future. And from everything we can tell, 2018 is going to be just another great year to be a Monkees fan. Always, always. And for uh, our listeners who are getting into the holiday spirit, you might want to check out our past Christmas episodes to help get you in the mood. Um, You can go back and check out episodes 76, 46, and 21. Ooh, good thinking. I I think, like I said, I'm going to be making a big road trip at the end of the month. I might have to load up some of those uh, classic episodes on my phone, too. So, Absolutely. Always fun. Absolutely. Well, uh, I think that's about it. So we will see y'all next time on Zilch. Bye, everybody. And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around. Hi, I'm Ken Mills. And I'm Courtney Cronendold. And we're from... Pop! A pop culture podcast. Courtney, what do we talk about on Pop? We talk about everything from the love boat to the billion dollar person... I, you know, I guess it's with inflation. The six million dollar man is worth what? How many trillion now, right? The million dollar person. I mean, what the? F- that's a great. That's my favorite show. Is the million dollar person? If you love pop culture and you love having fun, that's really what the show's about: having fun and pop culture. Join the conversation. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pop podcast. Find us on iTunes or at poppodcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Instagram at poppodcast. P-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm not hip enough for Instagram. (laughs) Oh! Hot. Hot. Hi again, fellow Monkees fans. Al Bigley here, also known as Mendrick the Magnificent. And your favorite humble mentalist, Alan Araculo Williams. We just wanted to let you know about our new monkeys podcast called The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Where we reminisce and ruminate along with you guys about our favorite entertainment entity, The Monkeys. Who? Oh, oh, of course, The Monkeys. We talk about anything and everything. Our own personal memories and opinions, watershed moments in the group's history... You'll hear my partner's famous, amazing remixes of your favorite monkey tunes. Who knows what else we can think of, depending on whether the brain cells work. That's right. Find us on our Facebook page. Just search for the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Or go to blockspot.com and search for us there. A monkey's podcast for everyone. The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Check us out. Hi, I'm Megan from Same Page Cast. And I'm Craig from Same Page Cast. Hey, Craig. Where do you go when you want to hear the latest monkey's news? Oh, come on. I go to Zilch. Of course, Zilch. 
And if you're looking for even more Monkeys content, you can find us at Same Page Cast. On the Pods and Sods Network at iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Skywalkers. Hey, hey, Zilch Nation. Are you looking for a fun-filled Star Wars and Disney podcast? Well, if you answered yes, then join me, Richard Woloski, and my sweetie wife, Sarah, on Skywalking Through Neverland. We are the family-friendly Star Wars and Disney podcast that brings you entertaining stories from creators and fans. And we're also big monkey fans, too. So, of course, we have to slip in some monkey stories and interviews, like our discussion with director James Frawley. We also would go to the beach, for example, with the four boys, and I would just say, okay, roll down the hill. (laughs) Do a funny walk. Did you create the monkey walk? Yeah, I mean, we did it together. You can hear us every week. We are Skywalking Through Neverland, wherever podcasts are played, and at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. We look forward to having you in our Skywalker family. And always remember, Neverland on Alderaan. Or Mammoth Studios. I get that now. (laughs) Hi, Zilch fans. This is Melanie Mitchell. Be sure to check out my book, Monkey Magic, a book about a TV show about a band. It's a lighthearted review and companion for the TV show that made the 60s fun. The paperback is available online from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And the ebook can be bought anywhere that fine ebooks are sold. Check out the Monkey Magic Facebook page. Follow me on Tumblr at bluemoonalto.tumblr.com. And listen for my contributions here on Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Hey, hey, ape fans. Did you know that there were not just one, but two Planet of the Apes TV series broadcast in the 1970s? a live-action series in 1974, and an animated series in 1975. And if you're an ape fan who wants to catch up on these series through a fun-filled podcast, then tune in to Talking Apes TV, where we break down each episode with ergotastic conversations. That's right, they are ergotastic until we break into arguments because we don't always see things ape to ape. <laughs> That's because you're always seeing vampires and pigs in with the gorillas, chimpanzees, and zayuses. Every time I watch them, I always see something new. And of course, where you find apes, you find monkeys! There are so many crossovers between the Monkeys and the Planet of the Apes TV series that we even had our podcast composer write this very special jingle. Hey, hey, we're the apes, and people say we monkey around, but we took over the planet, so don't try to keep us down. You can catch Talking Apes TV every month at skywalkingthroughneverland.com and retrozap.com. And visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash TV. Now go ape. You know, the word oldies isn't a dirty word. Not in my book, anyway. Hey, this is Ghosty. How would you like to listen to a radio show that spins top hits, lost gems, and then some? From the glorious years between 1955 and 1972. One that features interviews with the likes of Julie Newmar, John Sebastian, Al Jardine, Mickey Dolenz, Don Wells, David Cassidy, Angela Cartwright, Bill Medley, Ronnie Spector, Connie Stevens, and many more. Well, the Vintage Rockin' Pop Shop is on the air every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 89.1 WFDU-FM. 
That's in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. You can also listen to it live online by going to WFDU.FM. But there's an even easier way for you folks who aren't in the New York, New Jersey area and don't want to have to get up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on a Sunday morning. You can listen to it anytime you want just by clicking the handy links over on our Facebook page. So go on to Facebook. You're probably already on Facebook. Look for the Vintage Rockin' Pop Shop. Like it, live it, love it. And thanks. Hi, this is Tim Powers with Deep Dish Radio. And I'm here on the corner of Sunset and Gower in Hollywood, California, asking people who come by what their favorite podcast is. You know, uh, Deep Dish Radio with Tim Powers is getting a lot of traction and a lot of new listeners, so we're hoping to hear that people love my show, Deep Dish Radio with Tim Powers. Uh, Let's start with this gentleman. You, sir, pushing the harp down the street. What is your favorite podcast? Zilch. What did you say? Zilch. Oh, of course, Zilch, the Monkeys podcast, hosted by Ken Mills and his friends. It's a great show, and uh, and if you're a Monkeys fan, it's definitely uh, the right podcast for you. What did you say your name was? Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Well, that seems like a fun name to say. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Right, sure. Mr. Yeah. Davalina, Mr. Bob right. Davalina. I, I, I get Mr. it. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Okay. Bob Davalina. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. I, under- I get Mr. it. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. We've got your name, Mr. sir. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob well, Davalina. Stand over there. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob I'm going to ask the next guy that comes along. You, sir, with the pair of red maracas. What's your favorite podcast? Zilch. Of course, the great Zilch podcast, available wherever podcasts are available. And uh, if you love the monkeys, if you want to hear interviews with people like Adam Schlesinger or Andrew Sandoval or, or James Frawley, this is the show for you. Oh, man, you, you have excellent taste in podcasts, my friend. Listen, is there anything that you'd like to tell the world now that you have a microphone in your face? China Clipper calling Alameda. What? China what? Clipper calling no, Alameda. I, I get it. I understand China that that's calling what you... What is this, some sort of China spy code? What do you... That doesn't China even make any sense. No idea what you're trying to Shut up! Please! Alright, you know what? I'm going on to somebody else. Alright, you, right there. What is your favorite podcast? Zilch. Again? Seriously? Doesn't anybody like my show? It's called Deep Dish Radio with Tim Powers, and you can get it anywhere you get your podcast. It's great, too. It's a lot of fun. I have fun guests. I tell funny stories. I have jokes. I do production and stuff like Ken. It's a great show. <laughs> If you've ever listened to my show, how many times have you listened? Zilch. Oh, fine. All right. You know what? This is the kind of stuff that really makes me mad. I put a lot of work into this show. I get guests, and I do production, and yeah, furthermore... Never mind the furthermore, the play is self-defense. What do you mean? Never mind the furthermore, the play is self-defense. Never mind the furthermore, the play is self-defense. We're not fighting. We're talking about my show, where I talk to musicians, and I talk to authors, and comic book artists, and stuff like that. I don't... Never mind self-defense. Stop it, would you... You know what? Hey, you... You there. What is your favorite podcast? Zilch. Ah, listen, if you've never listened to my show, will you at least intend to? It is of my opinion that the people are intending. Intending? Intending to do what? It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. What are they intending to do? You know what? I'm just going to go start a Herman's Hermit podcast. I'm Henry VIII, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before, and everyone was an Henry. You would take a Willie or a Sam. I'm her eighth old man, I'm Henry. Henry VIII, I am.